0: this is the
1: big Dave podcast we've got tickets to the sold out bailey zimmerman show plus meet and greet passes and we are doing the bailey zimmerman where it ends b to z game it's the alphabet game so we need two contestants and the winner will stay up and see if we can get to z we got cj from independence you are our first contestant and then we're going from c to z here we got zach and amelia hey zach yeah, good morning. All right, so, uh, Statman,
2: explain how this works. CJ will be first. Yes, all right. You start us off with the letter B because Bailey Zimmerman, we're going from B to Z, not with A. And have you guys played the alphabet game before? No, all right. You're going to go no. back and forth, and your topic is going to be bands or artists. So, if you're going to use like, uh, like Zach, you would be like Zach Brown, you that'd be a Z. But, CJ, you're going to start us off with a band or an artist that starts with the letter B. And then, Zach, you're going to follow up with C. And then we're going to go back to CJ. Yeah. And he's going to go D. And we'll go back and forth. And as soon as one of you guys can't think of a band, yeah. we're going to hang up and we're going to
1: take the next caller. And you've only got five seconds. So just know that. You can't sit there for long. So, CJ, are you ready to start with B? Yes, sir. All right. All
2: right here we go. Go
1: for it bon jovi all right zach um chris lane all right c cj
0: oh uh darius rucker
1: all right right. zach um
2: oh no it's out of time i'm sorry (laughs) oh zach you're done all right we're stuck
1: on e so uh we gotta let you go and go to our next caller who's this Aaron. Oh, Aaron. Oh, okay. Well, you, hey, you, you start with an E, and that's where you start right now with an E. It's got to be a band or a musician's name that starts with an E. Go.
2: Evanescence.
1: Okay, CJ. Frankie Ballard. Aaron. G.
0: Uh, Godsmack. CJ. Uh. H, right? Or I'm done. CJ, oh,
1: you're out. Okay, all right. Uh, CJ CJ is out. And now let's go to uh, who we got here. Take it on, Aaron.
0: I'm Kayla.
1: All right, right, Kayla. Kayla. You got to do a band name that starts with an H. That's what you're going to start with. Or a musician that starts with an H. And then go. Hank
2: Williams Jr. Aaron. Incubus. Back to you, Kayla. Oh, okay. Okay. I go now. Oh. oh bander artist. Uh, well, all great. right. Call so, back. You still might be able to get through. All right. This is going to continue
1: <laughs> until we get somebody tickets to the sold-out Bailey Zimmerman show and meet and greet passes. More of the Big Dave Podcast doing a fun way to give away tickets to see Bailey Zimmerman sold out March 9th at Andrew J. Brady Music Center plus meet and greet passes. We're doing the Bailey Zimmerman B to Z game where you have to go through and name a band or a group that starts with a B or a a band or a musician that starts with a B then one that starts with a C. Aaron is the standing champion right now. She is going to go second. We got Hannah here. Hannah, you have to get things going against Aaron. Give us something, a band or a musician's name that starts with a J and go, Justin Bieber. All right, Aaron. Kesha. Hannah.
3: Lena Roberts.
1: Okay, Aaron.
0: Uh, Matchbox Twenty.
1: Okay, right. Hannah.
0: No. Oh, oh no! You need
1: Sorry, oh, Hannah. Man. We're stuck it in. It's okay. Thank you so much. All right. Before we get another contestant, uh, we got James here, who is going to go after. Aaron this time are you ready James yes all right so Aaron we're at N you start with N go Nickelback James
2: One Republic Pink uh, Queen
3: <gasps> Rolling Stones. Sam Hunt Tim McGraw you too Victoria Beckham
1: Ooh.
2: Weezer Oh shit. X,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that—that's an actual band. Yes, is you're it right. really X as a band? Yes, 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 it was a punk band.
0: <laughs> Whoops! All right, James. Yes. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. You said yes. Yes. Uh, Zach Bryan band.
1: Ah! Bam! It looks like Aaron. Man, you almost made it all the way through. Aaron
2: is our winner. James, I'm so sorry. No problem. Thank you. Hey, but, but, I tell you what, James, I'm going to throw you some snappy bucks. We'll put you on hold, and I'll talk to you off the air. But congratulations, Erin! Oh, my God, y'all. I'm shaking right now. Not only did I not have coffee, I had to make a smoothie with
3: espresso in it for the headache <laughs> and the caffeine. <laughs> and my daughter has been throwing a fit because I have not been able to win tickets for Bailey Zimmerman. She's going to flip. Well, that's
1: <laughs> amazing. And yeah, you know what? You made it. What was what was your Z again? My Z was Zach Bryan band. Yeah, okay. I was, like, amazed at some of the easy ones that people didn't go Like, ZZ Top would have been, like, like it would have just rolled right out. But, hey, congratulations, girl. You're going to be there. Bailey Zimmerman, March 9th, sold out at the Andrew J. Brady Music Center. Plus, you get meet and greets, so your daughter is going to be beside herself. Oh, my
3: God. I think I'm going to cry, and I've won a lot of tickets from (laughs) y'all. Dude, you earned
2: these, though. You earned them. You rocked it.
3: Oh, my – and, you know, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I've been working, like, the whole time still making smoothies for customers. <laughs> oh, my God, Aaron,
1: way to go. Well, good job, and we'll see you at the show.
2: Oh, my God, thank you. More of the Big
1: Dave Podcast. Well, the Taylor Swift stories from uh, this year's season for the Kansas City Chiefs continue. Uh, yesterday, uh, Coach Andy Reid kind of just asked about how, what it was like having Taylor Swift come to all these games and be a part of the Chiefs family there. And he said, you know, it wasn't a distraction for them at all. And as a matter of fact, he thought it was something, you know, uh, really good for her. Because, you know, she got to escape... Oh, uh, for her. Well, you know, she got to escape that pop star life and just kind of be, you know, something, a girlfriend. Yeah, I guess she and,
2: would have been just on the tour in and out of hotels and stuff. Yeah. And instead had, a, had something, something to, to uh, get away from. I a guess, distraction yeah.
1: from the uh, mundane of just having people watch you sing concerts. <laughs> I, think <laughs>
2: it, I think it made the players play better. Oh, well, yeah. Knowing yeah. That, that Taylor Swift's up there watching them, they mm-hmm. stepped their game up. Definitely Travis Kelsey stepped his game
1: up. For sure. So... Now you got Andy Reid saying that uh, there was something that was going on that we had no idea about.
2: Yeah, you know, she likes to cook so offensive linemen these homemade Pop-Tarts. So it was over. Yeah. Homemade yeah. Pop-Tarts? Yeah, so it was over. She oh, knew right God. where to go. Did right. they give so, you one? <laughs>
4: you no, know, she didn't give
2: me one. I'm <laughs> damn. And the <laughs> offensive linemen
4: definitely
0: <laughs> gave me, <laughs> didn't give me one. one. How yeah,
1: right. do you not give Andy Reid one of your homemade Pop-Tarts? And I had no idea you could make homemade Pop-Tarts. Well, yeah, just pastry and jam or well, jelly in the middle. I actually looked up. A, 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 so you, you have to get a, like a pie crust and then you uh, brush it, you cut it into squares, brush it with butter, uh, do a beaten egg, two teaspoons of milk, and then whatever filling you're going to want. Then you put it in the middle, put another, you know, rectangular piece of the pie crust on top. But then you got to take your fork. If you're going to make it look like a real... you got to get the edges just right. you got to get the edges crimped there. So, can can
2: you imagine Taylor Swift doing this? Did she really make them herself, or (laughs) did she have a baker over and, like, made them... I don't know. know. I don't... She seems like the type of person that gets what she does with her time off. Probably so. in the kitchen. She's a superstar, but really, she's kind of... Does normal things a lot.
1: uh, Well, if if I think so, evidenced by she was making homemade Pop-Tarts. I want to try this now. you got to be a lineman. Start practicing. We've got crock Maybe if you
2: make the Chiefs,
1: you'll get one. <laughs> well, no. I'm saying I want to try to make them myself. I, we've got Crock-Pot Tuesday. Maybe we could have uh, Pop-Tart Thursday. We try to make now pop Now, I could get
2: behind that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Pop-Tart connoisseur.
1: Yeah. We'll see. But uh, Taylor Swift, who knew? She's making homemade Pop-Tarts for the offensive lineman there. More big dave podcast choices of america game and we got heidi from rising sun indiana good morning heidi good
0: morning so
1: did you guys have some really heavy rain out there at rising sun like we did
0: yeah for about five minutes and then it went away
1: i know it was so quick moving wasn't it all right well uh, glad you're safe and sound there on your way to work how about we play the choices of america game for voices of america tickets right now i'm ready okay do you know how this works did you play this fortune teller paper thing stats made over there when you were a little girl
0: probably it's been quite a while since i've been a little girl so
2: (laughs) (laughs) well tell her how it works that right on well you just pick a color red white blue or purple and then we end up going inside you pick a number and uh there's a question behind each number and you'll have to answer the question but first what, let's have you pick a color. It's a uh, red, white, blue, purple. It looks like the radar today. Uh, blue. Blue. All right. B l u e. All right. You get uh one, two, five, or six. Uh, five. Five. What's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in high school? Oh. <laughs>
0: um. It was our finals week, and of course, you know everybody is up all night studying for finals, trying to get into a good college. I fell asleep at, like, 2 or 3 in the morning, and I actually could not finish my finals. So I had failed my finals. Oh. Had to go to summer school, and I was trying to get into, you know, like, UK, UC. So when I came in, I had to get up in front of the class and explain why I was late.
1: So when you say you had to go to summer school, does that mean you didn't get to graduate with the rest of your high school class?
2: Uh, I still got to walk. Were you really up till two in the morning studying or were you doing something else?
0: Uh, a little bit of both, possible. Oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right. right.
0: There we go. Well, yeah. congratulations, Heidi. You
2: have got a four-day
1: passes to the Voices of America Country Music Fest.
0: No crap. Yeah. Thank oh. you, guys.
1: Yeah. Just do us a favor. Set an alarm, okay, so you don't miss out.
0: <laughs> I don't miss out anymore. There's occasions, but not much anymore. <laughs>
1: No, this goes back to when people would, uh, you type in your name, your or no, you type in your birthday and the term Florida man, and you see some crazy headline of what a Florida man did in the newspaper.
2: Yeah, because for some reason in the news, they always say, Florida man was arrested yeah. for, you know, robbing a convenience store <laughs> with an alligator. It's crazy. Well, it led into the Florida man games. This is like redneck Olympics on steroids. They, they finally pulled it off. They did this last weekend.
1: So the Florida man, game so what is it Did they pull things from these headlines, these crazy headlines, or what did they have to do? Yeah,
2: and they made events out of them. It happened in St. Augustine, Florida, and one challenge was the eat the butt challenge. It was a food competition to finish a whole pork butt. Wow! And so somebody is wearing a medal that says "I am the champion butt eater," <laughs> <laughs> and I am a Florida man. Yeah, man. pork butt. Um, they did weaponized pool noodle battle in, of course, Florida mud. Um, <laughs> th- this is this was another one. Evading arrest obstacle course where you're chased by real cops jumping fences and running through backyards, the swing sets and stuff they set up. So they had like- real cops <laughs> were chasing you. Yeah. This is
1: amazing. I would love to have watched this.
2: All right. Here's another category. It's called the catalytic converter, two bikes, handful of copper pipes race. It's an <laughs> obstacle course where you start on a bicycle. Okay. you got to steal a second bicycle Pick up a catalytic converter and copper pipes while you're weaving in and out of cones.
1: So let me get this straight. So you're holding <laughs> copper pipes, catalytic converter in one hand. Holding, yeah. And then well, the, the, the other pack. hand is actually holding another bicycle while you've you're stolen. Trying to run.
2: Yeah, it was a, it was a mess. These, these guys, I mean, the pedals must have tore up their shins uh, and legs.
1: Unbelievable. And,
2: but a Florida man could do it. Uh, by the way, all these events were refed by Nitro and Ice of the American Gladiators. <laughs>
1: of course, they were.
2: Sixteen teams competed, and Team Hanky Spanky won.
1: Won the whole thing. So, yes. th- are they called the Florida <laughs> Men or just the Florida Man? Florida Man champions.
2: champions. Yeah. Oh
1: man, I love what eyewitnesses had to say about this. What yes. brings you here today?
2: To watch stupidity
1: occur on the grandest, spectacular scale. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd have been there too,
2: right? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, the Florida Man games. It's first of many.
2: More of the Big Dave podcast. You know what? You're right.
1: Into the who was right last night courtroom this morning we welcome Jeff. How are you, buddy? Doing well. How you doing? I don't think you're doing well. I think you got a problem here, and that's why you wound up in our courtroom, right? you are right and i have a big problem (laughs) all right so what's going on this involves your current wife your ex-wife and her family and your kids so there's a lot of layers on this onion
4: yeah so we we got into a a a big argument last night and uh you know i've been hanging out uh, with my first wife's family since we've i've been been remarried uh with my wife sarah so uh she kind of doesn't like that you know i mean Here's the thing, like, you know, we were horrible as husband and wife, my first wife. And, you know, but now that we're, you know, split up, uh, the kids are grown and they're not small anymore. And so, you know, we get we just get, we get along a lot better. And, uh, you know, her family and I have been, you know, hanging out and, you know, obviously, you know, Sarah is not happy with that. I got invited to a brunch recently and uh, I just told her I was going to a brunch with the kids. And I decided not to invite Sarah, um, just because, you know, I didn't want to deal with the awkwardness and she, she really despises, you know, my first wife's family. And, um, Hmm. so I just thought, you know, why take her along and have her get upset. But now, you know, she's upset because I didn't ask her to go and she found out. And, you know, these are people I've, I've known for, you know, for really long time. And, you know, my first wife and I were together, you know, 12 years. Okay. That's a lot of history. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, she's remarried. She's got another man. It's not like she's single. And, you know, Sarah just wants me to put the past in the past. And she wants me to move on and never see these people again. And I don't feel that way.
2: Let me ask you something. Did your ex-wife's family think you guys should have stayed together? There's not some underlying, like, they're trying to get you two back together or something like that?
4: No. I You know, we argued all the time. You know, everyone called us okay. the Bickersons. i
1: like that the (laughs) bickerson when you went to this brunch i'm assuming that you guys have the kids separate you know whatever you have a little custody thing going on there did you have the kids or were they already with their mom they were
4: already with their mom but you know but like i said now that they're grown you know she and i get along a lot better i don't know if it was just the pressure of being you know young and having young kids but now that they're the kids are grown it's it's you know we i get along fantastically and these are you know this was Technically, my first family outside of my family.
2: Sounds Mm -hmm. like you got the co-parenting thing figured out pretty well. I applaud you for that, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: So what does Sarah have to say about this now that it's happened, that you went to this brunch, your kids were there, your ex-wife and her new husband and their family? I mean, what did she have to say?
4: She did say, you know, at least invite me along. I just think it's a recipe for disaster. I how much she, she dislikes them, despises them, I should say. And so I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what to do. Like, do do I invite her or do I just keep just going, you know, hanging out with the kids and maybe just not tell her next time?
2: Mm. Uh, I wouldn't do that. All right. Uh, I don't know. You might want to learn from this lesson.
1: Let's go to the jury here. Ashley's out today. So it's just a two-man jury here, me and Statman, and you go first, yeah. Stat.
2: This is the funny thing. I don't want to throw all women out there, but – You got to give them the option to say no, even if you know that it's they're going to say no. You got to let them make that choice for themselves. They don't want nobody telling them what they can and cannot do or to be not invited to something. I think if you would have invited her, she probably would have said no and slept in. So I really think. Man, it's tough, but I'm going to have to side with uh your wife number 2, Sarah, on this one. Uh, communications, key, brother. Okay.
1: I'm kind of in a similar situation with my ex there. I mean, but everything's really amicable and I spend time uh with her family and you know, and there's no problem with that. But it, like we said, everybody seems to get along there, and I'm not bringing somebody else with me to those functions, you know. Usually it's the kids and us whatever. But I also see her side of going, hey, you know what? I'm your family now. I get that part. And if you're going to still be part of that other group, maybe she needs to find a way also to uh, be civil around them, obviously. But, I mean, she's your wife now, so I kind of feel like you got to go with what she's saying. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And, And did you think of this, too? Your wife, Sarah, had to... Deal with you repairing yourself after the damage wife number one did, so maybe she might be a little bitter about all the hurt and everything she had to work through with you to get you to where you are today.
4: I mean, that's a valid point because, like I said, it was not a good breakup. (laughs) It was not not a a good few years, but you know,
2: well, I can only imagine after Mm -hmm. being married that long and having kids, how broken of a man you were when the divorce happened. Thank God, wife number two is patient enough for you.
4: I can see your point.
1: But let's see what our B105 jury has to say right now. 749-B105 and also through the app. See if somebody's got a different take on it. I'm sure they usually do. So, Jeff, we will find out. Okay, bud? Great. Thanks for your help. You got it, man. And uh, best of luck with this. We heard from Jeff, who is at odds with his wife, Sarah, because something he does with his ex-wife and her family, Uh, they invited him to brunch. Uh, His ex-wife had the kids, so he went. Did not bring Sarah with him because she doesn't get along with his ex's family. But he still considers them family. It's a big mess. Sarah's hurt. Everything's all crazy right now. So uh, we got to go to the jury right now. Kim from Fairfield, uh, where are you? Are you Team Sarah or Team Jeff?
3: I used to be Team Sarah. Now I'm Team Jeff. Oh, I why have is that? experience Yeah, I have experience in this. My husband and I have been married now for 20 years. We've gone through this. Our whole marriage. My hus—my husband now was very close with his family. Then, with his ex-wife's family. When we first got together, he went on vacations with them, and he used to bother me. Uh, before we were married, he sent cards to the kids, to his nephews and nieces. He and his ex-wife did not have kids together, so it was different. Can't—I bl- couldn't blame him. You know, he was close to them. They were—they were family. He was close to the kids. He was close to the in-laws. And he actually started inviting me to things, and I actually just went last year to a 30th anniversary for his brother-in-law and sister-in-law. Actually, the ex-wife was there with her new husband, and they're they're just really nice people. So he just oh. needs to communicate, and everything should be fine.
1: Uh, Jenny from Florence, are you Team Jeff, Team Sarah?
3: Team Sarah. Because he's being so deceptive towards her, lying about where he's at and who he's with. If I was her, I would be thinking,
0: what else is he holding back for me? You
1: know, and we got Hannah from Pendleton here. Hannah, uh, which side of the fence are you landing on here?
0: I have to go with Jeff. I'm a
3: similar a situation. I have my ex husband. You know that did not work out, but his family though, like they never did anything wrong to me. And my husband now, like he knows we talk on the phone. I mean, even Christmas Eve, they don't even live in the state anymore, but they were still at my house. Like they show up. But his family, they, they've always treated me so good. Like, they're good
0: people.
2: And they want to see their nephew then, or grandson. I get it. Well, even still, and not even just that, but they're good people to begin with. I, I mean, I
1: experienced that in my situation. I mean, my nieces I, who are technically, I guess, not my nieces now, but they'll always be my nieces because I watched exactly, them grow up yeah. and I exactly. love them dearly. And I am just because the marriage fell apart and stopped. Am I supposed to yeah. stop loving them? Because they I have known it, them their yeah. whole lives.
0: Exactly. So I don't know why, like, I just feel like she
3: should be more open to the fact of, like, yes, he does have that relationship with the family. There's nothing wrong with it. More of the Big
1: Dave Podcast. Coming from a very unlikely place on Valentine's Day, a Waffle House in Georgia, because something very wonderful happened there. You see, that's where John Cox, who is the owner of Cox Plumbing in Georgia, Decided to take uh, his girlfriend, Julie Massey, for dinner on Valentine's Day. John has a TikTok channel. And what transpired now that night has 20 million views on TikTok and is causing quite the uproar. That's a lot. Yeah, so they get to the Waffle House, and there's a booth open. And this one booth has a really nice bouquet of flowers there. So they sit down at it. Julie really doesn't notice that none of the other booths have flowers like that on them. So Julie is tearing into a big plate of scattered, smothered, and covered. Now, John's videoing this whole thing. Then suddenly, something amazing happens.
0: It takes a real man to make Waffle House romantic, yeah. and I just
2: have one question: uh, Will you marry me? <laughs> I, I
0: got you.
1: Baby, <laughs> yes, he asked her to marry him at Waffle House with the waitress coming over with a waffle that had a ring box in the middle of it with the diamond engagement ring there.
2: Oh, this is some hillbilly love. Was this at like three in the morning or something? No, it, after was, a it, it <laughs> was dinner. It was
1: planned out. In oh, fact, and- uh, Julie was, like she said, very upset that she had only gotten him beef jerky. But, you know. Yes, oh, it's
0: beautiful, the waffle ring. Oh, baby, it's gorgeous.
1: So needless to say, Julie said yes, and John and Julie are now engaged. And now 20 million views later, coverage on every single network TV morning show that you can think of. The happy couple is now trying to live life as a viral Video
2: on TikTok. Hey TikTok, this is John Cox and Julie Massey. We just wanted to uh, get on here. First, we want to say thank you to all the well wishes, all the well wishes, and the positivity from the from the post. It was it was amazing. It's, <laughs> it's a little overwhelming.
1: I can only imagine you got engaged in the Waffle House and now you're viral on TikTok to John and Julie. And if you're having a hard time finding a place for your wedding reception. The Waffle House is open 24-7. B.
2: B-105. More of the Big Dave Podcast.
1: Dad joke of the day on B-105. And this morning we have got Joe from Falmouth. He is a father of three. He is a direct TV installer. Joe, do you ever have friends of yours go, come on, Joe, man, hook me up. Can you do that for me? All the time. Yeah, and what's your standard answer? Because you got to have one. Yeah, if you pay for it. Yeah, and not me, the company. Joe, let's have that dad joke, buddy. Did you hear about the two antennas that got married? No, we did not hear about the the two two antennas antennas that got got married.
5: married. Yeah, the wedding wasn't very good, but the reception was great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the two antennas. Hey, Joe, have a great day.
1: Hope Mother Nature doesn't uh, mess up all your installs today. All right, you guys have a good day the big dave podcast brand new member in our b105 country club and today man we're going to get biblical on you because russell moses is our newest member <laughs> russell how in the world are you i'm good buddy
5: how you doing
1: well you know i i look at your application and i say with a name like moses when you say you've been listening forever i'm gonna believe it <laughs> yeah that's fact I see you do remodeling for a living, so uh, you listen to B-105 all day
5: while you do that? All day long.
2: How long do you think you've been listening?
5: Oh, probably, I remember when I was about 15, I uh, had a little transistor radio and I used to listen to B-105.
2: Man, you're going back, I bet.
5: Yeah, I'm going back, way back. (laughs) That's all right. I got to ask you, Russell, how many kids do you have? I have one son, but then I have uh, two by my marriage. And, uh, and two grandchildren, one eight, one nineteen, and one four months.
1: The reason I ask is because with a name like Moses, I mean, was there an urge to name him holy? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Nah, I can't say. I think I thought of that. <laughs> and if you had, the wife
2: would have said, "No way!" right off the bat.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, she'd say, "She'd say, I'm so far from that that it's not it couldn't be done."
2: <laughs> <laughs> when you try to do a cannonball in the swimming pool, does the water just kind of get out of the way and you hit yep, your bottom it, on the... <laughs>
5: Yep, yeah, because I uh, I love it when I go fishing. I uh, can do it that way too. You part the water and get the fishes. It <laughs> yeah. is amazing. Well, fish. Russell, you are
1: a tried and true B one hundred and five fan. I think you've probably been listening since we first came on the air. So it's an honor to have you in our B one hundred and five Country Club, sir.
5: Well, I appreciate it, and I'm and I feel honored.
2: Well, we got a B-105 jersey coming to you, and we just need to do one last thing, and that's play a song for you. Of all the songs B-105 has played through the years, which one do you want to hear?
5: I want to play I Cross My Heart, because that's the song I sang to my wife at our wedding, oh. and uh, I just love that song.
1: Oh, little George Strait, man. That's a great wedding song. We are happy to do it for you. Welcome to the B-105 Country Club, Russell Moses. Uh, Thank you very, very much. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.